I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is good. I'm just that sad. Is sad. Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Dick Lee bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha Packs, exploring their F3 experiences and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. All right, uh, F3 Omaha Packs and the, the millions of other listeners that we have out there, uh, we got a really special guest on this episode. Uh, this is a guy, I'll, I'll never forget my first uh, interaction with him at Karma Coffee uh, after a beatdown, just um, vulnerable and uh, opened up and, and just willing to connect with guys in the group, but also phenomenal leader, uh, has done some amazing things with, with our Red Wing site, really keeping that going. Uh, strong and also um, just a, just a great guy uh, in terms of providing feedback and advocating for uh, what he he sees our our packs are needing out there. So blades of glory, and I think we shorten it to blades a lot of times, right? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. I uh, would love to just hear that story about uh, who he aged uh, first workout, uh, anything memorable from that. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. <clears throat> um, I was. Uh, the first time I showed up, um, I was doing like AA meetings with a friend on Zoom calls and he had a three gear and he would challenge me. He looked it up because he's like over in Maryland. He looked it up and was like, hey, they do have F3 Omaha. You need to show up. So it was to the point where I was like, if I don't show up, I'm going to give you 10 bucks just to motivate myself. So I showed up at the maze. That's where I posted first. Um, Copperfield Cheap Seats was on queue that day, which is funny because he's also in our shield lock and then it was a uh, earth day so april 22nd that's how i can remember it too um <clears throat> so he wanted to stay on the grass and then it came to namorama he i think the guy shunder who told me to come out he was like they'll ask you questions try to name you stuff like that so the embarrassing thing about myself i said was i did figure roller skating as a kid and so that's how I got Blades of Glory, even though that's ice skating, but it's good. I haven't seen the movie still, but it's it's worth it. It's actually a great movie. It's pretty funny, so I would suggest that you watch it. I guess... Uh, There's no way that's a good movie. <laughs> Will Ferrell's in it. It's good. It's good. Awesome. Um, I guess, where were you at kind of in life at the time? Um, and. I know you had someone that kind of pushed your EHU into, into actually going, but where were you at in your personal space, personal life? Maybe give us some insight there. Yeah, I was in a process of a divorce. So just going through that, needed community. Um, I kind of substituted the AA community with the F3 community. So, um, yeah, pretty low, put it that way. Um, at my parents' house, living in the basement. So getting out every morning was just like a fresh breath of air and then meeting these guys and doing coffee with them all the time. So, uh, yeah, I've come a long ways, put it that way. Yeah, man, I, I love that. And I, I love that, um, you know, you had a, a buddy in AA push you to join F3. Um, I'm curious, are you still doing AA meetings today or is that? No, I stopped that summer of June, so I haven't done one since but 
still respect it. Went through the 12 steps. Did, I mean, it was good. So yeah, still sober, but yeah, tough to join any fellowship uh, virtually, right? And feel a connection or um, have you noticed any similarities between F3 and, and AA from what you saw? Um, you talk to certain people who've been through AA and F3. So it's, yeah, there's just similarities of, uh, sometimes with the third part, the faith, uh, a power greater than yourself with how I explain it sometimes. So that way people don't get tripped up on the church. So, and then come as you are. And then if you are like AA, sometimes it's all volunteer or it's court ordered, but mine was all volunteer. You want to improve yourself. You want to do better in life. So, um, you keep coming back and glad you're here and well, and there's some level of like accountability there too, right? I mean, whether that's you're participating through a sponsor or with a sponsor or just seeing up and seeing the regular guys, I think there's some similarity that, uh, there too. Um, I guess curious, you know, following that, that workout and where you were at, at that place in, in your life at that time, were you like hooked or were you like this was kind of a slow burn that I got more and more interested or, or walk us through that? No, I think I was hooked right away. <clears throat> I showed up on Thursday and then Saturday was like the three year anniversary. So I showed up to that so confused. So many people, you know, bring food for the cans. I was, I didn't know a whole lot of people. I ran into one person I knew growing up, um, Smash Mouth there. So just made one connection. Uh, but yeah, the Murphs kicked my butt, so I would have to take Tuesday off for the first couple of weeks, and then eventually started showing up more and more, and then heard about the runs. It's it's kind of tricky, you know, because they say, if you don't know about Slack, they say check Slack, and then, so for all the new guys, Slack is a channel that a lot of information is put through, so um, just having, going to coffee was a big thing, too. Um, you know, you can continue the conversations that way. So, and Gator and I started like a day apart. So we really bonded right away and kind of hung out quite a bit. Now, despite, I'm sure you, your legs have always been in good shape from your, your history of figure roller skating. Uh, <laughs> but, but were you, I mean, cause I think you just dove right in. So were you, working out running before because I, I feel like I see you run all, you're running all the time now right yeah I'm not as in good a running shape as I am like a year ago but I still like to run um but yeah uh before COVID hit our family we would the YMCA shut down so we would actually have like boot camps across the street at our park so and it was led in a rotating fashion so my son would do it uh and would do it at that time and then other people would meet and do so kind of like a crossfit boot camp stuff so we did that and then i was just yeah do stuff at the y so um so i was in pretty good shape really good running shape and now i'm trying to i know i gain more muscle which is good but now my running is slower but it's all good so fitness wise i was in pretty good shape. I still struggle with Merkin, so that's my worst uh, work, workout. Burpees, I can get through because I kind of cheat the Merkins a little bit, um, but it's good. 
love the honesty there. What is it about Merkins that you feel like you struggle with? I just don't have the chest. That sounds really weird. (laughs) I don't have the chest that I want. Hey, you you and me both. (laughs) That's awesome. What, um, you know, I like, so you mentioned you and Gator kind of started at the same time um, and and that you were engaged in in coffee. You know, as you're thinking about, because a lot of guys will go to coffee, right? But what do you think it was for you that sort of took the coffee to relationships, right? That more than just a, a cup of coffee, was it things you were sharing or that, or other guys were sharing or what, what was your experience there? Well, as you know, I think when I saw you at Karma, I just kind of dove in and told my story without filter quite a bit at first, just because I felt like I needed validation on who I am and just was looking for that um, just because of what I was going through. So now it's not the first thing I share, of course. Um, So I'm not really answering your question, but um, yeah, I just... And then the pre-runs, of course, I, f- I feel like I'm saying the same thing that everyone else says. Like it's the coffee and pre-runs um, that really well, get the bonding. Well, let me ask you this. You know, you, you're, you talked about when you saw like at Karma and just really like opening up like pretty quick off the bat. I guess, how was that received? And that, I mean, what were your expectations going into kind of sharing with this group of guys? And then how do you feel like you were received? Oh, I think it's, uh, it was my last back, um, what do you call it, when you put it, back blast? Yeah. Um, the church, I felt like the church kind of rejected me, and, but after he has accepted me. So, like, there's been people who are kind of curious, but, I mean, overall, with the things that I was accused of and how F3 has treated me has been hands down amazing. So, like, that's why I jump in the faith part. That's why F3 is my church. I start the day off with other guys. I try to show up even, well, six days a week because usually I fart sack one because I can't handle seven. But this is this is my family. So um, I just keep showing up whenever I can. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I will never forget that day. I remember, I think we were in line at Karma and I just remember saying, hey, you know, you know, when did you start, whatever, and you just, you went right in, uh, and I love that, I've definitely done that in my uh, sort of journey, um, and and I, I love sort of the searching for validation in, in who you are, I think in a sense we're all doing that, but we don't all know how to, how to you know, approach that, so I, I, I'm, and I hope my uh, response was that I was welcoming and said, hey, me too, and um, yeah, because you know, you- did a cue, I think there, you know, sharing kind of your story. Um, so it just was like, oh, I can use a safe person to talk to. So that's awesome. Well, and that, and I, I think that sort of hopefully encourages more guys to share, share where you're at, share what you've been through. Um, you know, don't, don't forget how valuable that could be to somebody that, you know, you don't even know yet. So, uh, you know, I, I am curious, um, something else I've noticed about you that you've gotten engaged in is a shield lock um, and want to get your thoughts on just sort of how how that experience has been for you, sort of the, the formation of that. And you don't have to say the guy's names if you don't want to or whatever. I think you guys are, are pretty open about it. But I just notice, um, I mean, I feel like everybody in your shield lock has been a site queue, right? It, it just sort of this trend of uh, guys that are engaging in a shield lock really have they they help each other accelerate, you know, but what's been your experience? 
Yeah, so Mufasa Gator, Cheap Suits, Barn Door, and me. <clears throat> we started about two years ago in the fall because we we're all pre-running, and Mufasa said he was going to start pre-running, but we're still waiting for that. Um, but it was just we all kind of were running at the same time and just having good conversations, especially around, like, uh, Wild Kingdom. That's the Tuesday long run day. Um, but they they've really helped me through um the whole divorce process and steps with that um but it's also weird at times too because like i'm supportive of their family and i want to be supportive of that so it's just sometimes i feel bad for kind of complaining about my situation but i'm also really excited for them so sometimes it was like do i need to join a different or like a d3 group um just to speak more my language but it's been I mean, they put up with my tears, my vulnerability, my, um, <clears throat> my like, oh, court's delayed again for the sixth time. And like, just uh, the crazy ups and downs I go through with all that. Um, so yeah, um, jumping into that, because I finally got divorced May 11th. So pushback, like I said, six times, but I still haven't seen my kids. So I'm still like fighting back because I'm like one day yeah I share a prayer request like oh I'm gonna see my son tomorrow and then again it just keeps getting pushed back so again I think it's even my VQ at Wild Kingdom it's like I know it's gonna I know what's gonna happen I know things are gonna work out but just the process is um tough but uh the shield lock and F3 has really been there for me so Oh, I love to hear that. And that's, you know, you're hitting on some things and I just want to take a moment to, to thank you for being vulnerable uh, in the first place. Um, you know, you're talking about time, which is one of the most precious commodities, right? And that's, that's hard to work through. Um, but being able to lean on your shield lock is, is such a, a big benefit. Um, you know, so I, I'm grateful that you have that, I guess, have you, I'm curious on if there's been other times or opportunities for you guys to provide harsh feedback to each other, like, you know, kind of steering you guys back into the right direction. Do you, does that happen very often? Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> we get off track quite a bit and then we try to meet every two weeks. Um, uh, even last time cheap seats was like, remember the goals, which goal have you gotten off track with? You need to tighten down. So it's, um, like me more on the business making sure i'm continuing to grow that and then just do the self-care and i'll let the other guys speak for themselves on theirs um but it's yeah it's amazing like we think we're doing good we're supposed to actually text every each person is supposed to text on monday tuesday wednesday friday about your accountability and we're good for like two weeks and just like anything it, it, we just get lazy with it and then we get tightened back up um, because we need that. Like we think we're good, but I mean, there's so many things we can always improve on. So that's also why I liked Red Wings because the Murph, you can always improve in. What about, you mentioned D3. Did you have a chance to get in touch with those guys at all? Or was that not something you were able to do? No, I mean, you know, I was a part of D3 quite a bit. Um, I feel like, they created it for me, unfortunately. Um, no, I mean, it's been 
for those who don't know, it's divorced dads and drinks. Um, and you don't have to be divorced. You can just be, just want a social event. Um, unfortunately, half of marriages end in divorce and I didn't really, I knew that stat, but that stat wasn't going to be me. So just not, just having a support group of other guys who've gone through it in the past and now how, um, you know, from seeing the kids to parenting time to even maybe dating again, just all those things that you never thought would be in your life or that you'd have to go through. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Does, does, I'm curious too, you know, because a lot of guys um, have found that to be a, a helpful sort of outlet or, or resource, right? I mean, I think between, you know, F3, we've got, you could probably find legal help. You could find, you know, counseling help or, um, and I think we have, you know, a few uh, pastors or religious guys, right? You can sort of find what whatever you need. But um, tell me about just the, you talk about validation of, of who you are. Tell me just, um, like, is it just hearing another guy say, say me too, or just like somebody hears your story and they, they don't give you crap for it or like what is it that you feel like has helped sort of validate that identity over over time um i think it's part of just also the leadership of what you can do in f3 mm -hmm. um yeah for me it was just detoxing negative beliefs and then replacing them with the truth um and then just just having the support group to walk through that so i mean yeah i'm also trying not to get emotional to get <laughs> into too deep of stuff but overall it's i mean yeah no i i um so I have a chance to lead at, at the pit this Saturday um, as they're getting ready for the shovel pass. I've been reflecting on, on my journey and the fact that I was, was asked to lead a workout and then was allowed to lead a site like early on in my recovery journey, like just propelled me into this space, right? Like I felt like a total failure, nothing was going right. My whole life was crumbling down, but this group of men trusted me to lead in their group and they were normal guys, right? They were, you know, they weren't. Um, so I, there's definitely something there about letting every man have a chance to lead and um, in, in this space that, that definitely is helpful. I also want to get your thoughts, you know, as you think about, um, you know, the shield lock and even just F3 in general, right? Some of the Q source stuff, we talked about the concentrica and, Sometimes we're praying about people's M's and you, you mentioned, right, your group, like all of those guys are, are married. So how has that been? I mean, has that been a struggle or how have you sort of overcome some of that as, as the group's talking about, uh, you know, loving your wives and like, you know, the M is the center of your, you know, relationships or even the 2.0s, you know, how have you worked through that? Um, yeah, just, you know, I'm still for marriage. I'm still excited for these guys so just trying to be supportive when i can uh from the 2.0s to asking about their kids to encouraging good memories um <clears throat> uh and then just sharing uh being okay sharing memories that i had with my family as well um so 
it's yeah, it's a little awkward, but um, yeah, just even with F F3, sometimes we do the uh, COT and I'm like, it doesn't resonate with me at all, but it's like, it's not about me every time. It's like, so it's, it's good to hear these messages. Like I'm not stuck where I'm at. So, <clears throat> I mean, everyone's in a different journey. So that's, that's the beautiful thing of um, F3 too, is like, it's not one size fits all. You have to be fit this box to be here. So uh, you can make it work. And like I told the guys, it's like, I'm the one who has to show up. So like I can choose to pity party or loathe or just kind of be down, but I'm the one who has to show up. Even if I'm not going to talk to anyone, sometimes I just like know I need to be around guys. So. What do you, and let's just go back a little bit. What do you mean that the COT doesn't resonate with it? Just, you're not for the quick two minute rah, rah, rah speeches? No, I think, what am I, oh, I guess sometimes too. Cause I'm like super vulnerable. Yeah. Well. I'm like, yeah, tears come on. I, I joke, it's like circle of tears for me. Um, <laughs> but yes. I think sometimes I'm like, really? You just read a quote? Like, come on. Like, let's get a little deeper. Um, but also, I have to realize every guy's at his own journey, too. And some guys are not comfortable sharing <clears throat> or just even leading this year, uh, the whole thing. So we're all we're all on a journey. So um, and what I meant is sometimes, like, the family or the M. Uh, I remember one guy... <laughs> I just throw him under the bus Doppler. He was like, just so you know, not all marriages are good and healthy. So there's a chance you might be in one that isn't. And if you need to talk, talk to me afterwards. Like, because it's, you know, because you never hear the other side because you go to church all the time. And you're like, love your wife, love your wife. And you think you're doing that, but you never hear, oh, maybe the other side is good too. Because, you know, for me, that's my story. And <clears throat> just trying to recover from that has been a huge part. Yeah. Well, no, I, I hear you on the COTs because I'm, I actually, so I had a COT last Thursday where I was speaking about, well, I remember how the first, my VQ, I wanted my COT to be so impactful. I memorized it line for line. And then I recycled the workout I did for my VQ and I closed with long well, tying this back because it's so not important for me to try and memorize and be impactful. The true impact is like guys coming in and being vulnerable, like you're saying, right? Like, hey, let's use this one minute, two minute conversation to let you know what's really going on and where I'm at and to provide perspective. And uh, I can really appreciate what you're, I don't know what you're saying right now, mm -hmm. um, for sure. So. I, I have never heard the circle of tears. I cannot stop thinking about how funny that is. I, I, but it's, you know, it's interesting because um, a lot of men are trying to put on this, this face of, of like no emotions, right? Ultra tough guy, you know, and, and that's like the ultimate sad clown, right? It's like the guy out there who's pretending to be tough and doesn't have a clue how to process or even have a feeling, right? And that that's who I was, um, still am some days. I, I'm you know, I think I still only have three different feelings. Um, but uh, I love the fact that you're, you've gotten to this place where you're comfortable being vulnerable in front of other men. What, what do you think any, I don't know, just what do you think is the challenge for guys or how could, a, how can guys get better at showing emotion in front of each other without 
having it be um, sort of scary or any, any advice or anything you would share from your learnings? Well, I think it starts with like just finding a couple guys within F3 where you can tell your story and like I did with you and like, oh, it is safe. There was a Me Too, a healthy Me Too movement <laughs> through it. Um, so that way you don't feel awkward about it or, um, yeah, it's, so I guess, you know, you have to, you have to be vulnerable first and that's, that's the scary thing because sometimes they cannot, re some people won't receive it. So. Yeah. And maybe that's the secret, right. Is, is realizing it's not everybody will receive it, but the guys that do, I mean, the impact is, mm -hmm. is what pony was going for, right. With the scripted thing. Right. But you don't, you don't get it from, from a script. Um, I, you know, I do want to, uh, sort of hear your journey from a faith perspective and um, would be curious. I know you mentioned maybe even just not feeling accepted by the, the sort of religious church. So would love to hear um, just what your journey has been like with, with everything you've gone through. Well, with the faith part, I'd say it was in college that I became more of a Christian, got pretty excited about it. Um, I was in Lincoln uh, campus crusade and, FCA, all that, and then Wayne State, I went there as well. Um, so became wanted to do missions. So we, I, me and my M XM, um, we went to a Bible school. So it was called New Tribes Mission, Waukesha, Wisconsin. We want to be missionaries. <clears throat> so they have a Bible school, and then they have a missionary training. So we did the Bible school, Milwaukee did mission training. We did a vision trip to Indonesia, which was like a two-week vision trip. So that way we could let people know what we're trying to do long-term of help with the tribal work because it's called New Tribes. Um, but that didn't go down. So like uh, the, feeling rejected by the church. So that's one instance where the, the president kind of, or the leader was like, you guys don't fit the bill, go do something else. So um, that was kind of a tough thing for us to recover from. And then kind of just did some health, mowed some yards, um, then eventually moved to Nebraska. I guess I'm not even telling my face story, <laughs> just more of my journey. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I'll go back to the faith. It's like the highs and lows of like, I don't know. For me, sometimes I feel like I'm trying to please God, but God is, you can't really please someone who does it all. Like, if it's faith um so it's just learning who he is who i am being confident in myself rather than I, I feel like um one thing i'll say with faith is like i felt like i was always trying to be someone else like i felt like who i am was never enough because i need to look like xyz in a church or do something like that like always shooting for the moon rather than being okay in my own skin of how God created me. So I think a lot of it is just being comfortable with how God created me and like confident in that and being, it's okay to, that I have this personality. It's okay that I'm not a super strong person in leadership in this area, but I have other gifts. So 
yeah, I always feel like in church, it's like, be a better leader, be this, be this. Um, but it's just sometimes hard to take ownership of how God has made you or, you know, being the best version of yourself. So that's another reason bringing it back to F3 is what F3 has taught me. Just like being a better self so I can thank my future self for moving in confidence toward what I'm supposed to do. So I think I answered five questions. Yeah, I think that was pretty good. Yeah, those are all my follow-up questions, so you got them all. Okay. Uh, well, let's, so it's, it sounds like, you know, throughout kind of your journey here in faith and just in life, especially at, at the time you were at in your life, when you found F3, F3 has been a great resource for you, right? And we, we touched briefly on the leadership principle and how that may have out, like created opportunities to, for you to work through some things. I guess I, I do want to kind of focus on that leadership part. I mean, what was your experience um, leading uh, you know, how are you feeling when you took it over? Failures, successes, happiest moments, lowest lows, all that. Well, hold on. I wanted to ask him about uh, sure. faith piece. I wanted to know FCA was that a, a figure rollerblading scholarship you got to Lincoln there? Uh, no, I... no, 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 no. <laughs> Did you play sports in college? No, no, no. It's just it's like Campus Crusade. It just okay. Yeah, they accepted everyone, even though you didn't play sports. Yeah. Sorry, I do have some questions. We'll go back to the leadership thing. I so so first of all, I just want to say I I love that you're clearly in pursuit, right? Of like who who is this God character and what's he about and what does that mean for my life? The the what what right is sort of how F three phases is like. What happens when I die and what does that mean in how I live? my life today so I, I think your journey is really encouraging curious where where are you at today you, you mentioned like f3 is is your church but are you what are you reading studying or or um sort of what's uh you know what are, what are things like today for you um yeah i don't really attend the church if i say i go to church mostly with my brother when i visit him um <clears throat> just doing a lot of self-improvement i guess i'm not <laughs> the thing i study way too much is just uh church history and church leadership so the rise and fall of mars hill um hill song i'm just the duggers i'm just fascinated with church leadership and abuse and so <laughs> it's not growth at all but i'm just like how did some of the robbie zachariah to like all these main um christian leaders who like power i don't it, all that's like mind-blowing and then like how how is the gospel still presented how is it not ruined how i mean so and then the whole i mean totally the one thing i'm on is like the purity culture i could stating goodbye my joke with people is i must i'm i met my wife in the dating aisle like of I kiss dating goodbye. So like that was just um just trying to detox from that to find out different things. Joshua Harris renounced that book, why? Um, and then just what it did to male masculinity, to even the ladies who were kind of treated like objects and like told to put more clothes on. So 
am I actually growing with all this? I think I'm just doing a lot of detoxing with uh, how I was raised um, or what I believed at the time. Because, you know, I look at things I would say as a camp counselor when I was a camp counselor. Like now I cringe that I told other kids that because I'm like, I do not believe that anymore. So it's... <laughs> I didn't answer the question again, but <laughs> yeah, that's can. the process I'm on. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, it, it is so fascinating. And, and I think the thing we are trying to do in F3 is remove the, remove the religion, right? And um, really get guys thinking about what's a relationship with a power greater than yourself look like, you know? And um, I, I would be curious, you're, you, you mentioned that F3 taught you, but how do you feel like F3, like what were, were there any resources or just through COTs or other guys where you've sort of learned this uh, sort of new method? Uh, I think a help just the power greater than yourself because Oh man, this is a confusing question. Um, someone said, like, well, do you think you're still a Christian? I'm like, yes, the the facts of the history, I believe, is still the same. What has happened to me, um, life events and certain things have shaken me up quite a bit. That uh, I'm not I know I'll return to the church. I don't know what that means, too. But um it's such a hard blow that trusting someone in a church right now sounds like really stupid decision on my, on my behalf um yeah what do i say like when the pastor basically kicks you out and lets you not see your kids and writes an affidavit why you shouldn't be around your kids um that i take that very personally and that's that scarred me so well i think you're you know, you're, you're talking through how you're working through a problem, right? And we're just talking about different areas of life right now. It just happens to be this faith concept that we're trying to tackle. Um, and it's interesting because when when you talk to a lot of people about their faith journey, it's all rainbows and butterflies for the most part. Mm -hmm. So to hear some real struggles one way or another, I think it's just really refreshing. And I do want to encourage you. I think people do have their highs and lows, and I think you're working through it in the best way you can, right? I mean, you're not giving up. You're trying to figure out what you know and what you need to reno or, or rethink or rework. So yeah. it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And this is so, you know, like a lot of times we have a guy on the cast that will tell a story of, you know, I went to church, we I stopped going. And now I don't go and F3 is my church, right? But you're clearly wrestling with like, who, what is my higher power? I love that. I think that's, you know, I think a lot more guys live in that headspace than, than are willing to sort of admit or, or share. So I just, again, I think it speaks to your vulnerability with all of these things, right? Um, what I have found is sometimes I, as I share my thought process, people are like, you are crazy, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like you're thinking about all that stuff, but I, I love it. I'm right there with you of like, you know, um, just church, right? Church people being church people sometimes is one of the most frustrating things to me. Because um, if all we do is make the people in church believe more in church, that doesn't, that's not what Jesus was trying to do, right? So anyway, we could have all another cast about yeah. it. Yeah, And then just the whole idea, like F3 is, we're all level on the same level. There's no, someone who get we're rotating fashion. So like, there's not always someone up leading everything who like, yeah. 
All right, good segue into leadership. There you go. <laughs> so let's let's talk about your leadership. The opportunity to become a PsyQ, where were you at? Were you surprised, ecstatic to take it over, highs and lows of your leadership? Okay, so highs and lows of that. I really wanted to open Whetstone. Like I had my eye on it. I had my vision board for 2022. It was all set. Like that was on it for spring. That didn't happen. Um, it eventually happened. And I'm so glad that T-Ball took it. And it's. I was there this morning. It was great. Um, so, and then, what's his name? A convoy approached me after his sixth, fifth try. And I was kind of joking with him because um, I knew he talked to some other people. I'm like, so now you ask me? Um, but it was good. Like the history of Red Wings, it's the fourth site. Um, it's been around a long time. And I, I really respect FDIC Convoy and what they've done there and just the leadership. And it's it's kind of an easy site to run. But um, I enjoy it. The thing I do not like about Red Wings, even though you didn't ask. It's like, you have to count so much. There's not enough conversation time. I like the fitness has kind of gone away a little bit for me. It's more about the mumble chatter. If I can avoid counting so I can talk to the guy next to me, I love that part. And then just push myself while trying to talk. <laughs> so like, yeah, the leadership was good. Everyone stepped up to take it. I got a couple VQs on there. Um, turnout and now and another thing it was like there's been like almost four new sites on monday that have opened so we have mission forge we have boundary line uh coronado opened up during that time and now we just had uh the den wolf den so <clears throat> we had way too many numbers now it's going to balance out a lot a lot has changed in the last year so and you, I want to point out that you have continued the legacy of using uh, PaxMiner or Slack Blast. Enter the the numbers, right? Yeah, I was told to do that. Yeah. So. I love it. I, you know, FDIC, I think, was one of the first guys I was able to get uh, bought into that. And um, because Red Wings doesn't have to do a backblast, right? It just works out great. You just type the numbers in. And someday I dream of, you know, all, uh, all site queues will be using that. Uh, Paxminer, but I'm curious as you think about the site. You mentioned it's it's an easy site to run, but as you've seen guys come through, um, would be curious your thoughts because as a leader of a of a Murph site, you probably see this. But how many do? What do you think about new guys coming to a Murph like for their? Because that's because you did right. You went to a, the maze and then you went to the Murph fairly early on. What do you mm -hmm. feel like you're seeing this last year from for new guys? For new guys showing up. Um, you just kind of got to coach them, like teach them to modify earlier right away because otherwise you burn out around one or two. Um, and then, I mean, there's been times that someone is meant to go to the Coronado and showed up at the Murph and they, and I've halfway through the Murph, I bring them to Coronado because they, they're huffing and puffing. Um, and they're like F and G as well on top of that. So uh, some guys stay strong and keep going. So even, um, yeah, so it just, it just depends on, and there's always like, it just seems like it varies. So like we do the Murph challenge, everyone shows up, they were strong at it for a long time and then Murph challenge goes away. So 
highs and lows with that. Yeah, the Merck, Merck challenge is coming up, right? July and August. <clears throat> Tell us about um, Armando and sort of the the process uh, selecting him. And I feel like that was pretty early on, right? You sort of oh, like, yeah. it was yeah. really early on. It was he was so consistent all the way up to December. <laughs> I got a joke like I saw him all the time, and I was like, oh, he'd be great. I'll ask him. And then I felt like he ran a half marathon, and then you just kind of popped up now and then. But he was someone who just accelerated in the Murph and could do the Smurf and the Murph and do such a good job. And um, both the realtors and just respect for each other. Um, yeah. Yeah, he'll do great. He's one of those CrossFit guys that we we got to come out and he stuck with F3 and uh, which I always love when we have a victory over CrossFit, right? Uh, anyway. I am curious your thoughts um, too about when you think about leadership. So a lot of changes you mentioned with new sites, but we've, we're also sort of moving in this direction of, of sectoring. How has that been going from, from your perspective with all the different sectors and that sort of model? I think it's good. Cause I mean, I used to work in SARP for a little bit. So I saw a lot of people in SARP, but now just trying to even show up to the sites around where I live is a struggle. So it's um, the heart of F3 Omaha is still there, but each, just like each sector and each site kind of has its own feel um, and challenge and who's leading it. So, I mean, personality still show up, but the, the heart picking up the six, um, not always the mumble chatter because I'm really big into that. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's been good. Um, you're doing a great job of leading the West sector. So with all the slides and stats, so. <laughs> slides and stats, right. We had somebody joked that, uh, I would, you know, we wouldn't have a meeting if we didn't have the PowerPoint and, uh, you know, T claps to you, man, for hosting that the last meeting, but I would also love your, um, you know, any advice or uh, just insight that just from your, your learnings, what would you share with maybe new guys or site cues or, future site cues anything on that list for you um <clears throat> i would for site cues it's like always try to create that fng sometimes i did a better job of uh getting someone connected at a site i never showed up to just but i showed up when he was an fng and able to like do a couple texts did you make it the following week and just kind of encourage those guys or put them in the system because the site queue is um busy doing something else um so and then yeah just try to do another fellowship outside of coffee if you can't do coffee uh to volunteering to <clears throat> heartland hope to even give him blood um like i never gave blood before but free to bleed um i think it was t-ball he was like i never gave blood before but i tried it and i'm still i didn't pass out so he encouraged me to do it and so i've been doing it ever since too so it's just different things like that nice well you know i guess one of the questions that we've been asking um lately and it actually came up from you know wait time at the what was it five year four year five year Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
where he's asking, hey, you know, here's what I thought was important when I first started F3. But then after this five-year journey, I realized this is really the essence of what, what's important to me. Um, why don't you share your kind of version of that? All right. Well, I think it was like finding validation because I was like so in shell shock of what everything was going on. And then I just wanted to prove I was fit. So like trying to keep up with plague with some of those runs, I'm like, dang it, he went that far and at that pace. And I'm like, oh, so trying to keep up with some of those top dogs was like on, on my list, but you don't want to admit it. Like who can, almost like a tier, like who am I as good at? good at that's not a word um so it's a lot of competition just proving yourself which you know and now it's like no i don't want to prove myself it's like it's the it's the getting to know people and their situations to helping them through their <clears throat> difficulty there's another guy who's probably going to go through a divorce and just helping him out giving him a ride trying to text him daily i mean just Things like that, that matter more than um, how many Merkins you can do, which I don't claim to, you know, be the best at. So, yeah, uh, I, you know, it's funny. Sometimes uh, SkyQ will do that for us if we don't do it ourselves. So, you know, I ha we had another kid and I, I don't run, I'm barely at 500 miles on the year. And, um, you know, so and, and then you look at guys like Farva and you're like, well, crap, I'm, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> there's no way. Uh, guys running you know 640 pace for a half marathon and like um but i love that i think i what i heard you say there was was the relationships uh yeah. is where, where you're at now which is phenomenal uh i i am curious we've been giving guys an opportunity to sort of uh name their own episode uh what would you um i initially i was thinking circle of tears but that might not be no that's good <laughs> i like it that's well, what would you call it that's fine. Several tears. <laughs> All right. Well, if you think of something else, uh, just text me. Other thing um, that we, we really want to get uh, from you is sort of uh, where, based on where you're at today, what sort of prayers or, or encouragement uh, could we be sending your way uh, if we see out there or just as we're, we're praying? Um, just my kids. Yeah, brother, just for that journey um, that you'll get to see them um, soon, right? Absolutely. We'll be praying for that too. I, you know, I think um, the other thing I, I want you to know, uh, I think from the moment that you introduce yourself to me, I, I think uh, I've seen you as a, as a strong man and a leader. Uh, you're teaching other guys how to be, how to be men um, and how to go through the flux, right? Whatever life throws at us. So, you know, um, hopefully as you're, as you're learning who you are, hopefully you see yourself as a, as a leader because uh, you've definitely had an impact on, on me and I know a lot of other guys. So, I just want to provide some some affirmation there that um, that's how I see you uh, and have seen you that way since day one. I, you blew me away with just your willingness to share who you were and where you're at. So definitely love you, man. Um, we'll be praying for you and, and your family. Anything else you would want to add, Blades? Um, it's always come sneaks up on you, even though I knew this question was coming. Uh, <clears throat> 
No, just just be willing to text guys if you're ever down. Um, I think what happened to Wahoo just like kind of threw a shockwave. Like we're always here for each other. So yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. yeah, and thanks just for sharing today, being vulnerable, and mm -hmm. setting an example of what what it's like to be vulnerable and and share your story. Nice. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Here, we'll do a little name-a-rama. I'll start us off. Uh, Brandon Fleahardy, 37, The Plague. The Plague. John, we're 31, Pony Express. Pony. Jeff, uh, Jeff, we're 43, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. <laughs> right? It's the, it's, it's the ice skates. I love, I guess, <laughs> I, I thought that you That's actually, awesome. I thought you were actually a, an ice figure skater, but to know that you were a a figure roller skater is even better because <laughs> yeah awesome well i love you man yeah. and, and thanks for just your time today this was yeah. great no thank you see you fellas thanks, man. all right